Twin Cities Orthopedics is proud to be the official sports medicine provider for Tommy Athletics. TCO is trusted by some of the biggest names in sports, and they bring that same level of care to our athletes. Thank you, TCO, for being a part of our team. Visit TCOMN.com to learn more. Hello and welcome to Tommy Talks, the weekly podcast bringing you inside St. Thomas Athletics, where we'll get to know those who wear the purple and gray. I'm Corbu Status, and this week our guest is Malachi Milton Jackson, senior linebacker from the football team. We talk about his love for football and for Coach Wally Kuczynski, being a part of the Black Student Athlete Affinity Group and attending the Black Student Athlete Summit last summer. We also talk about which Marvel character he would be, who is his Grogu, and much more. Now, here's our conversation with Malachi Milton Jackson on another edition of Tommy Talks. Malachi, welcome into the podcast. And the way we'd like to get things started here when we do get things going is uh, why St. Thomas? So tell us what made you choose all those many years ago now. <laughs> why did you choose the University of St. Thomas? Yeah, you didn't have to say I'm getting old. It's okay, I know. <laughs> um, why St. Thomas? Well, one, you got this institution is a very prestigious academic uh, institution. It holds people to high levels, high expectations, especially with football. Um, you guys have a very great. You guys have had a very great football program since, since I even decided to research you guys. Um, and I needed that, and I knew the coaches were high expectation type coaches, and I need that in my life to keep me structured and whatnot. So, sure. but also stay close to home uh, during the time of COVID. I wanted to go out of state, but I felt I should be closer to home just because I was already home. Right. There's no point in going dealing right. with all that. So. Uh, stayed home, closer to my family. I have four younger siblings. So I'm the oldest brother. The age gap's like 10 to 15 years. So yeah, might as well stay home, give them some more time too yeah. before I decide to <laughs> boot up out of here. <laughs> Get on up out of here. Yep, yep. Uh, so when you decided to come to St. Thomas, was the Division One things a thing yet, or was it still just a D3? Yeah, so when I was being recruited, I believe it was still a D3. Um, I believe they were already in the talks about D1. Uh, D2, I believe, was was out of the picture at that point. Mm-hmm. And when I came here is when we were not even in a league, just practicing during COVID. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't until, yeah, Jan- July 1st, 2021 is when we were officially right. a D1 institution. So, yeah, going through that, I mean, it was fun and all, uh, just getting together with the team and whatnot and yeah. building our bond before we actually got into what we got into as a D1 institution. Yeah, it's kind of, I guess, <laughs> like a redshirt year for you. Yeah. But what was that like not playing football for the first time? And how long? When did you first yeah, start? Yeah, so I first started playing football, I believe, around kindergarten, first grade uh, for Brooklyn Center Youth Football. So, well, backstory: I'm born and raised in Minnesota my whole life, all 21 yeah. years. Um First time playing football was for Brooklyn Center Youth Football Program. I uh, played with them from kindergarten, first grade to, I want to say, sixth grade. Mm-hmm. I believe it was sixth grade. And then I went on for football at Wyzetta. And then I believe, I feel like before that, I was at a, with another program. I think it was with uh, Brooklyn Park Park Center. Okay. And then I went to Wyzetta, uh, stayed with Wyzetta all throughout high school. I didn't play my freshman year, though, of high school because I had a stress fracture Ooh. in eighth grade in my, uh, my low back. 
and they said uh I could play, but I'd be risking paralysis. I was like, you know what? I, I'll take a break. Yeah, you know, that's a, break, smart. a break is okay. <laughs> uh, but before that, I was doing football, basketball, track and field, like okay, all, all the time. It. Yeah, yeah. So I never got a break, and that was like my first break. And then I started all that back up again. Yeah. Uh, and then stuck with football strictly after my junior year. So that's when I stopped playing basketball. And then track and field, I had uh, strained my hamstrings. Mm. So I was kind of just out. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, been a football guy ever since. Was it hard giving up those other sports? Not as much because um, track and field helped me with football. Um, football, I mean, I'm just <laughs> – I'm a boy. Like, right. We like being aggressive and rough and whatnot. Yeah. Um, basketball, I've always loved basketball, but I also like basketball because my dad's a big basketball head. So I stuck with that because he loved it. Uh, it was never really my sport, though. I was always going to be a football guy. Yeah. Were you a power forward guy? You're, what, how tall are you, 6'2"? 6'1", uh, six one, actually. Six one. I'm like 6'1", three quarters. So you like could that. have rounded up yeah. to 6'2". I'm, <laughs> I'm a technical guy, which is why I'm doing engineering. That's right. Mechanical engineers, there's no rounding up that yep, much. Nope. Um, but, yeah, I was more I, – I could jump high. So I was okay. more of a center, and I'm big and stocky. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm looking at you now in your shoulders. I'm wondering if you have your shoulder pads on underneath, but you don't. Does it sound right. like I got shoulder pads? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so your love for football, has that always been there for you? Yes. Yeah. Um, one, I mean, I I was one of those boys who could get angry a little easily. Mm-hmm. So my mom kind of just put me in football as like a – I kind of just did it because I liked hitting people, but also right. like – it felt like therapy to me. Sure. Just kind of utilize whatever is bothering me. Yeah. Um, but my love for it, I mean, I don't know. It's like, to me, it's like um, Athenians and Spartans in a Colosseum. Like, I just, th- I like to yeah. think of it like that in the ancient Rome and just fighting in the Colosseum, just a bunch of gladiators going at it. So yeah. I've always loved that idea. Where do you, is that still therapeutic for you now? And where did you get it when you didn't have football? So now I'm more just like football because I've been playing it for a long time. And, you know, I like how the sport has progressed from my time as a kid. And then, like, like basically the skills I've just acquired over the years. And yeah, I don't know. It's just I don't know what it I really don't know what it is about the sport. But the idea that I have behind it as like us just being gladiators yeah, going up against one another to now it growing into being like okay, I got this. I'm just, I got a new family in yeah. a way. So like, I feel like more of the family aspect as I've grown up is why I love the game mm-hmm. and, you know, just seeing how we can come together and do great things. Yeah. That's Ayo uh, Edowu, who those who don't know, I, I know you know Ayo really well, yeah. but Ayo Edowu, who does uh, the football broadcast with us, always talks about it doesn't matter what everybody goes on and does after football. And it may be some place where they're usually not friends, but they're friends forever because he's like, that was my linebacker. That was my guy. Mm-hmm. And that family is just part of it. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. a wonderful thing. Yeah, no, because it's amazing how, like, in high school, like, my senior year with Jacob Wudermuth, uh, Alec Rasmussen, Julian Dietrich, um, me and Jacob's senior year, we had one in one state. And that whole – and, like – that whole like team that group like i could see them now and it just we'd hug we talk about the old times talk about how things are now yeah 
we could just go our separate ways after that. Like it'd just be a I just like that little instant connection. It's just like that. Yeah. It gets my heart pumping, and I love it. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, the hardest part to replace afterwards, man. As somebody who's a former athlete might be a strong word, but somebody who played sports back in the day, um, that's going to be the hard part to replicate. Yeah. Uh, what are you – so the, by the time this comes out, you will have played your final football game, but let's just pretend like that hasn't happened <laughs> for those of you listening. <laughs> Uh, your thoughts as you get ready to play that final football game and say goodbye for now to the sport and to St. Thomas. Yeah. Um, honestly, I don't know. I don't know how to feel. Yeah. So I'm not trying. I'm not really focusing on like the feeling of it. I'm really just kind of like trying to stay in the moment, I guess. Yeah. You know, find my feet. I heard that uh, on a TikTok actually, and it was like a, a mindfulness thing. It was just like find your feet, mm -hmm. see how they feel, blah blah blah. Just like, okay, yeah, let me find my feet. Just yeah. be in the moment. Be with the guys. What would you tell the freshmen? Because you were one of those guys, and you're like, I got my whole life ahead of me, man. Senior doesn't even feel like it's in the realm of possibilities. What would you tell them? Enjoy everything. Don't um, don't frown upon your, uh, your mistakes and flaws because it's going to take you out the moment. Just look around. Everybody's going through it. Just uh, just be be there. Mm -hmm. Just try to enjoy it as for as much as you can, as long as you can, because it could like that. Like yeah. I blinked and I'm here. Right. So. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. When you're young and in the moment, it feels like forever away. But then when you look back, it's just like that. Yeah. All right, so it is Malachi Milton is the official first name. Yes. It is hyphenated. I haven't run into a lot of hyphenated first names, so. You are not the fourth, but you are kind of the fourth Milton Jackson. Yes. But there's like eight other names in there. So, yeah, so what is it? Tell me again. So, yeah, full, for, full, full name. Whole, full name. Whole government yeah. <laughs> is Malachi Milton, Oliver Thomas Jackson. Now, the Oliver Thomas middle name is two separate middle names. Okay. Jackson, last name, Malachi Milton, whole yeah. first name. Okay, so that's five names in there. Yep. Yeah, so if you ever have to write that all out, you're going to be there for a while. Yeah, no, uh, it's funny because <laughs> on my ID, like, the whole thing isn't on there. It's Malachi Millen, Oliver, though, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> it's too bad it wasn't, like, a T-H-E because then it would be – that would be awesome. Malachi Milton. Oliver the Jackson. Oliver the Jackson. That'd right? be kind of sick. That sounds like royalty. It is. But yeah. I mean, I'm already royal. So. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you got the purple. That's a royal color. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Have you always gone by just Malachi, or did you experiment with what you wanted to go by? Yeah, so uh, I've always been Malachi. I mean, I've been Malachi Milton, but I just yeah. prefer and go by Malachi because, like you said earlier, Malachi Milton, I'm already down the street by the time you get it out. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, But uh, in high school... Uh, like, my sophomore year, I was just like, you know, I'm going to go by Milton this year, see how it feels. And uh, we got to basketball season, and I was telling my coach, like, yeah, I'm Milton. Like, I'm going by that. And he got confused. And uh, I got a new nickname out of it. So for those yeah. listening, if you went to Wise at a high school, uh, Merm, Merman, yeah, that's me. That's you. Uh, <laughs> he didn't know. He didn't. He, I don't know what was going on. But yeah. Coach McKee, man, he, uh, he was a character. He's hilarious. Who's a bigger character, Coach McKee or Coach Kuczynski? Coach Kuczynski. Yeah. Oh my goodness, Coach K, man, that He's is something. That's my guy. Yeah, man. I honestly, I've I even told him this. I'm gonna say it now for the public, but uh, I told him like I, 
Like, if he, like, were to up and be like, yeah, I'm done. Like, I'm not coaching guys on Saturday. I'd be done. I wouldn't be here, really, without Coach K just because of how he's so passionate yeah. with his coaching and for the guys and defense. and Yeah. And then just his high expectations, like, it, it drives me, so. Yeah, and you play linebacker, which is a really valuable position. You're going to get a ton of tackles for Wally, Wally K, good old Coach K, if you're playing with linebacker in his defense. Specifically outside linebacker. Yeah. You know, make sure you try to get that LLB position. <laughs> it's fun out there. That's right. Fun start for you this season, too, right? Uh, was a couple of sacks, a couple of TFLs in that season opener against Black Hill State? Yep. yep. Yeah, yeah. I had, uh, had to get my little get back. I missed one. I could have had, what, four sacks, three sacks? Yeah. Oh, those ones stick with you, don't they? It's all good, though. Yeah. All right, so then I wasn't going to bring this up, but that uh, the almost interception you had. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's okay. (laughs) Yeah, I know uh, I.O.'s been trying to kind of chirping me about it. I says, uh, like, why don't you wear gloves? Why don't you wear gloves? And the one day I wear gloves, I miss the catch. But, you know, (laughs) I mean, like Coach K says, an opportunity lost is never regained, but an opportunity can reappear. And show itself again. So yeah. just gonna got to be ready for that next opportunity if it shows itself. Why don't you wear gloves? Uh, I've never, I don't know. I've just never been a gloves guy. Yeah. I like, like the grittiness that I get with my hands. Yeah. I don't care how banged up they get. I just feels I don't know. more real. Yeah, it feels Take more down. real. Uh, I only wear gloves when it's cold, though. Yeah. So And it seems like it's going to be pretty nice on Saturday. So you may or may not see me in gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Coach K wears gloves every yes. game. Yes, he does. There's got to be a story behind that. Ah, uh, maybe I, I'll ask him. You might have to ask him. He's the best. Wally's the best. Yes, yes. Uh, have you seen his new his new truck? You should ask. Is him it all about black? It. It's all black. I think. I think I've seen it. Yeah. Uh, I was. Uh, I think I was driving back home. So I'm from Plymouth. Yeah. Uh, it's about twenty twenty five minutes away. Um, I think I was driving home. He was like right behind me. I was like, damn. I don't know if I can say that. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I was yeah. like, that's a dope truck. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah a little all black. That's yeah. my dream. Like to have just an all all black car. Yeah, black tires, black rims. Yeah, yeah. The tent. What's on What's on uh, your car? Like, what kind of special? Are you getting effects underneath, or what? What do you want? Do you want the leather seats? Uh, my dream car would have to be a Jeep Grand Cherokee. Mm-hmm. Custom it out. I'm doing like a matte black primary. Yeah. Do some uh, some all black wheels. Tint it up. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little a little point four. Okay. We'll see, which whatever's legal <laughs> um, <laughs> for the tent, and then yeah. um, probably get it get it as an SRT. So get a little Trackhawk mm-hmm. um, in case I decide to you know go sport mode on people. Right. Sometimes you want that quick start off the line. Yep. Because it's fun. Yep. Of course, you'll stay the speed limit. We all stay the speed limit. But when you can get from zero to sixty five really fast. It's a lot of fun. It's a, it's a different feeling. Yeah. yeah no, it's real nice. Yeah, that, that's what makes driving fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, what is, so what's on your playlist when you're driving around in your car? Oh, man. It's, uh, I listen to a variety of okay. music. Uh, I listen to R&B, soul, neo-soul. I listen to some jazz, Yeah. Um, rap. And also, I mean, I don't know if you can I'll say rap hip-hop because it's kind of the same, but also yeah. some like some old stuff, so like some 80s, 90s R&B, some yeah. Wu-Tang Clan, Tupac, Biggie, yeah, all that. Yeah, I love those guys. Yeah. What's, and you don't have to answer this, just because of the question, but what's a little embarrassing that's on your playlist? Maybe something oh, embar- you, yeah. I'm not embarrassed about anything on my all playlist. Right. I'll, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, 
something that would I surprise will, people. I will say Taylor Swift does have some bops. She, she's like, got, uh, yeah. Like if I were to turn on a Taylor Swift song right now, it'd have to be Bad Blood. Yeah. Because I don't know, it's it's really catchy. Um, this, Blank uh, Space, that was a good song too. I don't think you. Should I don't be ashamed know. Of that. I don't know too much Taylor. Yeah. I don't know too much. But, you uh, should explore. There's okay. some good stuff in there. Okay. Yeah. If you don't like it, you can tell me, and I won't be offended. But I guess. Uh, embarrassing <laughs> um i have a friend who told me to listen to this artist called clara she has this song called forever it's just a really neat song it's just like yeah. a, it's like a summertime vibe thing okay and just puts me in a good mindset yeah it's a little state of mind so okay yeah, yeah nothing to be embarrassed about there um all right uh mechanical engineering that's what you were majoring in what do you want to do with that yeah so what's funny is um when I was when I decided that I wanted to be an engineer back in high school, like I was just told like, oh, it's like a a baseline for all engineering, uh, but also I could do any job. So wherever I want to go, I mean, I don't know. Like I I, I like I know I told you uh, before that uh, solve the world's problems, you know, change the world. But yeah. you know that was too cliche. I didn't. <laughs> I was just going off the top of the head. But, That's all right. Uh, thinking about it. Uh, Honestly, I'm still figuring it out. I just kind of want to get my degree, uh, see where my interests lean me towards, and yeah. go with that, stick with that. I think if you want to solve the world's problems, though, that's still okay. It could be cliche and still be okay. Oh, yeah, Appreciate think, that. Yeah, I think you should keep aiming for that. Uh, this summer, you did the um, the Black Student Athlete Summer this summer. Yes. Where was that? Vegas? Is that uh, Los Angeles, Los Angeles, California? Yep. I knew there was a L somewhere in there. Las Vegas, <laughs> Los Angeles. Uh, tell us about that experience. It looked pretty cool. Yeah, no, it was amazing. So yeah, um, University of Southern California, USC. They uh, hosted it. Um, so basically, almost everything took place on their campus. Um, it was so fun. Um, I'm I'm not even gonna lie. Like I've never been around that many like black people. Mm-hmm. Like really ever in my life, I've gone to predominantly white institutions. Um, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but like, just this is my experience. Yeah. And I was honestly just overwhelmed and nervous because I'm like, I, I don't know like what to do. I've never like been right. around this and especially people going, going through the same experience that I'm going through as a student athlete, you know, being in school and whatnot and playing sports. Um, but it was so fun. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, I, I, it was just the environment meeting meeting everybody here and their experiences and stories and then meeting other pro- black professionals who have gone through what we we are going through currently and making it to where they are. Yeah. It's just so amazing to like see that and to see where I can get to, where my potential can take me. It's like a football team, right? Yep. People going through the similar experience have that same, like when you can find the people that are experiencing life the same way as you are, it's invaluable. Yeah. Uh, is it similar then for the uh, the Black Student Athlete Affinity Group? Is it through that that you went to the summit this summer? And tell us a little bit about that organization. Yeah, so we started the Black Student Athlete Affinity Group. I I don't know if everyone else calls it. I call it BSAG because mm-hmm. I mean that's kind of just what it is. But we started that. I believe it was kind of it was like during last football season. We kind of started that up last football season. Um. Originally, it's just a safe space for black student athletes to come together, talk about their collective experiences, share ideas of what we could do uh, together and what we could do for the school. Um, But yes, it was through that. Um, 
Katora Cox, she works with our student athlete, uh, academic advisors. Mm-hmm. Um, she brought it up because she said she had wins, brought the opportunity, did the application. I didn't even think I was going to get selected, uh, but I did. And yeah, so through that, it was, and then the rest is history. It was yeah. just, oh man, just still thinking about it. I don't know. It's, yeah. it, it just puts me in such a, like, feel like the sun is just shining upon me right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> well, you you light up when you're talking about it. It was obviously a, a seminal moment for you. Yeah, no, it was amazing. Such a great experience. But there's something interesting, too, that you said that you guys started this. You guys started the Black Student Athlete Affinity Group. Yes. Who's you guys? Or who, who's... So it started... So uh, one of our former football coaches, uh, Charles Watkins, he yep. had helped us uh, start it. Uh, Amy Cooper is also a part Which of it. Which just actually walked by, really? ironically, oh, yeah. Wow, that's funny. <laughs> um, and then um, then we have our president, Andrew McElroy, our wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, and then we have various other, like, not various, but a few other chair board members. Sure. Uh, but, yeah, it's really just a space. It's really, like ran by us and oversaw by yeah. our advisors of Amy Cooper Couture Cox. And yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's that that takes a lot to step up and do something like that. Yeah, no for real. Yeah. That's really cool. Charles Watkins, we saw him at uh, he came down when we were at Harvard. Yep. Yeah. It was so cool. it was funny seeing him. Yeah. Yeah no but glad we glad it was glad we could see him. He left at a I feel like he left at a bad time because I feel like he would have came down with us. It would have been fun. Yeah. He missed out. Yeah, he did. It was all good. Yeah. It was a lot of fun listening to him and Jamal Griffin talk and dinner. And they were going over who were the best rappers. And they had their top five. And it was fun to hear them talk about it. Do you remember? Do you remember one of those? Well, uh, Jamal, I hate to speak for Jamal and get it wrong, but he said Biggie was number one. Okay. I think that's tough to argue with. I mean, yeah. for he's old for you, but well, for the generation I, I'm growing up in, like yeah. I still have a lot of love and respect for like Tupac, Biggie, Wu Tang Clan, yeah, you know, all that. Um, they changed the game. I mean, those guys. Oh no, yeah, they, yeah. And I'm yeah. more of a, I lean more towards lyrical like music, mm-hmm. like music that tells a story or like paints a picture. Sure. Like, um, uh, Big Papa by yeah. Biggie. Like I can close my eyes and see myself walking in the club, like how he talk about it, yeah, whatever. But um, but for me, my number one would have to be like between it's between J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar, okay. just because they they lean more towards that heavy lyrical side, but they also like oh, they have such good bars. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> you can lose yourself easy in both the music and the words. Yep. Yeah. Your favorite football trip that you've had as a Tommy? Favorite football trip. Experience wise, I'd say Southern Utah mm-hmm. last year. Um. Never been to Utah. Never even been in a mountain or higher of higher elevation. Other and they than, took uh, you nine thousand feet up, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I uh, I had a picture. I think we were the max was like eleven thousand some feet. Yeah. Uh, the only elevation higher that I've been than that is in an airplane, and so on foot, it was it was just cool to just kind of see. It was like the world. I could just see the world. Yeah. I could look across, look across, and I don't know. I might dip a little bit. <laughs> might see the curvature. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I grew up in Colorado. Uh, growing up in Colorado, the mountains are obviously right there yep. in Denver. And so the mountains are my, like, what lakes are for a lot of Minnesotans. Mm-hmm. Mountains for me are, I feel calm at peace. So, yeah, I liked that southern Utah trip, too. Yeah. Yeah. And there is something about being that high up and just seeing that much 
expansion and just the level changes. Sunsets, man, tough. To I would have loved to see see the sunset from there. Yeah, but uh, you know, we were on business, so that's right. Okay. Um, what is your proudest moment in your football career? Cliche-wise, I'm going to say being a part of the team mm-hmm. last year, winning the PFL. Like yeah. That was that was just an insane – for me, that was like a low-key insane, insane experience going from like our first year D1, third place. Like, okay, let's shoot for better. Right. Took that first L, Southern Utah, and then that was just our field to just go right down yeah. the season. And that was just amazing just seeing how we all grew and whatnot. But uh, I was – favorite moments, though, it would have to be playing Valparaiso last year mm-hmm. or it would be the first game this year because I feel like the first game this year kind of – like we've had a pretty rocky season, but it hasn't deterred us from trying to get better every time. But I feel yeah. like that kind of set the tone for, like, what we want to do. So. Why Valparaiso last year? Valparaiso, I don't know what it was about that game, but some I don't know if uh, the team just kind of gave up a little bit. But you know, last drive, just I was in the backfield every time, just either on the quarterback or on who, whatever yeah. ball carrier, and it's just it's just exhilarating. Like right, the adrenaline rush. Like I got on the bus and I had the biggest headache, <laughs> <laughs> but just that adrenaline rush and just all that just felt like it just just felt so amazing just felt like yeah i felt like a superhero yeah yeah. that first uh the first quarter of that valparaiso game was wild there was like five turnovers in that first quarter and like one score or something crazy like that maybe it was like 21 7 or something but yeah that first that first half was definitely crazy yeah with the what was it we had a fumble recovery the for a touchdown. For a touchdown. Yeah. For Griff Words. Yeah, big shout out to G yeah. Words, man. Um and oh man. I honestly like when I think about that game, everything is like blurred up until the fourth quarter. Right. But like for what for everything that happened throughout that game, like probably wouldn't have set up that fourth quarter. Yeah. No, I'm just trying to remember and I think it's coming back to me. You had like back to back to maybe back did you have three straight sacks? Or two I think sacks it was, in a row? I think it was it was like one, two in a row, and then I was in on like the last one. Yeah. Or no, one, two in a row, and then two in a row, I think, yeah. 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 I mean, I remember that now that you mentioned it. I'm going to – let's look this up. I just want to see. Please hold, everybody, while we look this up because – <laughs> That's right. Let's hear your whole music. That's the best I got. That was good. That was good. Thank you. Uh, what is Malachi Milton Jackson? Who is Malachi Milton Jackson? Um, are you a Jeopardy guy? Uh, no, game I'm show not really, guy at all? Not really a game show guy. Right. When I uh, when I watch TV, I'm very like, I would say I'm still pretty childish. I still watch <laughs> cartoons. Yeah. I watch SpongeBob, okay. regular show, Adventure Time. Okay. Uh, it's either a cartoon or I'm playing a video game. Yeah. Yeah. Those cartoons, though, that you mentioned, those are a little skew a little more towards the adult side of things. Yeah. Well, maybe not as SpongeBob. You, well, but as you get older and you realize what they're actually saying and right. the meanings behind them, then it's like, okay, this was really an adult show. <laughs> okay. So here's how, the, uh, here's how the Valparaiso last drive went. Um, 
Apple socked, sacked for a loss of nine yards. M. Jackson. Then there was an, a complete pass. Calcagno made the stop. Apple socked for a loss of 10 yards. M. Jackson. <laughs> Apple sacked for a loss of 10 yards. M. Jackson. So three out of the last four plays. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a pretty good finish. And it wasn't like he would, like, I mean, he lost 29 yards because of Malachi Milton Jackson. Yeah. That's how you want to put it. That's right. I'm not going to say it. Yeah, I'll say it for you. Thank you. If you could have just pushed him back another four, then he would have matched your jersey number, 33. (sighs) And that would have been like some divine, divine stuff. Might have to see what you can do. See what we can do then. (laughs) (laughs) So now um, when when it's all said and done here at St. Thomas, what do you want to do? You want to try and keep playing football? Do you have another year because of COVID? Uh, Yes, I do have another year. but like after gradu- after I graduate, I want to pursue my master's okay. in mechanical engineering, um, just to you know put me ahead more you know, when it comes to jobs and whatnot. Um, but uh, it's either that or I'll work for a little bit after getting my bachelor's, and then then go yeah. to get my master's. You know, live my life a little bit. Sure. See what it's like. So the door's open to whatever you want it to be. Possibly there. There are many possibilities for me. Yeah, so. love it. All right, a favorite Tommy sport outside of football? Outside of football. I have a lot of respect for track and field runners, mm-hmm. but my favorite outside of football would have to be basketball. Yeah. Just because, I mean, basketball is always going to be in my heart. Basketball and track and field will always be in my heart. Yeah. Um, and just, I don't know, just the flow of basketball. Like, uh, like, a lot of people say they don't like football because it's a lot of stop and go, stop and go, whereas right. basketball is just constant flow. And I th- I kind of like that contrast between the two sports. Sure. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So, we'll see you at some Tommy games this year. Yep. For sure. Go Tommies. Um, best place on campus? <laughs> I know nothing outside of the ARC or uh, <laughs> uh, O'Shaughnessy, yeah. the science, uh, the fresh science area. Um yeah, but the arc, I mean, arc is home, you know. It's also where I can lift weights. So I like working out. Yeah. If, uh, you know, if I'm not doing football, I have some free time to, and I decide to be productive instead of, you know, <laughs> laying down, watching TV, playing video games. I'll yeah. be in the weight room, be in the gym, you yeah. know, getting a little workout in. Uh, favorite, do you have a favorite professor? I have to say, oh, okay. I'm in uh, Justice and Peace 280, uh, Act of Nonviolence, Amy Finnegan. Shout out to Amy Finnegan because she makes that class actually really fun and enjoyable and very interesting. So Yeah. I want to circle back to your family. I don't know why they just jumped back into my head, but you're the oldest of five. Yes. Yes. I'm the oldest of five. And so your younger siblings are much younger than you. Yes. Yeah. Age gap 10 to 15 years. 10 to 15 years. Yep. So we got Olivia. She's 11. Christopher is 11. They're not twins. They were just born the same year. Okay. Uh, Zoe, who is nine, and Ella, who just turned six. Yeah. Uh, so the three girls from my dad and bonus mom, Jen. Yeah. And then Christopher is from my mom. I, I like the bonus mom. I like that. Yeah. No, so yeah. Um, it's funny. Um, my mom doesn't like that I would. I used to call her stepmom because it sounds evil. You know, right. Cinderella and all that, the evil sure. stepmother. But uh, Jen, well, I call her my bonus mom, and she's been in my life since I was, like, four. So parents never married. Uh, they were dating when they had me. Broke up around, like, three or four. Dad met Jen, and she's been there ever since. Yeah. So, 
And it sounds like you guys all get along. Yep. That's yeah. huge. Yeah, no, I think it's amazing because, like, yeah, my mom and dad broke up, but they never had hate for each other. Right. It was just always love, but it was always through me, so I was like the bridge. Yeah. And then Jen came in, and her and my mom were, like, best friends now. So Yeah. That's awesome, man. That is so great. And so it, what's it like being a, a brother to that many siblings who are that much younger? It's a little different. You're almost, it's, I would imagine, like an uncle. Yeah, no, it, it, I more so feel like I, I'm raising them as well alongside of my yeah. parents, even though, you know, I'm not doing all the hard stuff. But, right. Um, just to be someone they look up to, it's it's a, it was a, it was a, a, a big flip for me because mm-hmm. I went 10 years as an only child and then they all just popped out. <laughs> right? It's just like, yeah. oh, wow. So I have all this responsibility now yeah. that I have to uphold. Um but yeah, it's helped me. It's helped me to grow and mature and develop a lot quicker, a yeah. lot faster. Um, and you know, just it's it's cool to like it's cool to have them around too because like it keeps the child in me, yeah, like locked in. So like I could be a child around them, yeah. Um, you know, I'm a very big child, but I could still just be a child around them and play with them and whatnot, and yeah, you know, relate to them, but also like help them learn along the way as well. And I would imagine they can climb all over you. You could probably hold all four of them up. You're pretty all four? Christopher's pretty big. Yeah. So uh, all four, probably not. But uh, my sisters, I do let them do pull-ups on my arms. Yeah. Yeah, no. So, yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. Uh, yeah, the, and they came into your life like right in middle school where you're at your peak selfishness as a child. Mm-hmm. Right? Like that's a good reminder. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't all about me then. Right, yeah. that's a good good reminder. But all right, okay. back to our regu- regularly scheduled programming. Uh, favorite food? I like Mexican food. I like tacos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mom, uh, my mom would just. Uh, it would be like, it wasn't always. It wasn't like Taco Tuesdays, but I swear, right. like once every two weeks, my mom would make tacos, and yeah, it was like the only time I'd actually like sit there and throw down. <laughs> yeah. The rest of the time you're just like, I'm trying to get out of here. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm full. Yeah. Secretly throw it in the trash. <laughs> All these put it under, Put it underneath the plate. <laughs> uh, hard shell or soft shell? I, I like the crunch, but yeah. it doesn't matter as long as it feeds me. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the meal I would take with me to a deserted island. Tacos. Because uh, taco can be a lot of different things. A taco can be a taco. Yeah. Could be a burrito. Could be a burrito. Could be a salad. Could be anything you want in there. It doesn't have to be like there's eight different styles of meat you can get in there. Yeah. yeah. It's a very versatile meal. Love a taco. Uh, you got to get out to Texas, Colorado, get some of that like real, more, oh, yeah, a little I'm bit going more to, authentic. Going to Houston for, uh, oh, for Thanksgiving yeah. to see some family. So. Okay. Yeah. Let me know how the tacos are. Okay. Try not to brag because I'll feel like I'm missing out. Okay, right. I'll I'll lay off the laughing emojis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just I would want you thought you would like this and not like haha you didn't get any. Appreciate that. <laughs> yes sir. <laughs> All right. Favorite movie? Who? So I'm a big nerd. Um comic book movies like yeah. Star Wars, Harry Potter, Marvel, DC, all that. Yeah, I love it. Okay. Uh, I, I will stand by that to the grave. Yeah. Um Oh, but my favorite movie it's like I like I love Deadpool. Okay, favorite movie Deadpool. Deadpool yeah. series. He's always been like my favorite superhero character. Yeah. If I'm gonna go with like a storyline type movie, Avengers: Infinity War. 
including Avenger, the events of Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Because that whole buildup of Marvel from Iron Man up until there was like my childhood to my adulthood. And I was like, wow. Right. Like, Took you on a trip through the entire time. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Cycle of emotions throughout that whole experience. <laughs> right. Yes. Like, like people are dying. Like these characters, that ending is pretty sad yeah. in some ways. Like Iron Man says, uh, everybody's seen it, so we can do spoilers, yeah, right? Yeah, we can spoil it. Yeah. Like Iron Man saying goodbye. Like that's a lot of emotions. Yeah. And then to like see where they're trying to go now. Yeah. And, you know, they got some work to do, but. It's I'm still I'm still here for it. Yeah. Have yeah. you seen the Marvels yet? I have not. I'm waiting yeah. for uh, next Tuesday to see it for five dollars. <laughs> what happens on next Tuesday? Why it's five dollar Tuesdays at a uh, specific movie theaters like uh, Grandview, Highland Park, and some AMC's, I believe. Okay. Or not uh, AMC's, Man Theaters. All right. So when this comes out, you will be at the Marvels, yeah. watching it for five bucks yeah, with my five dollar bill. Yeah. <laughs> right there. There you go. I want to see what happens. Yep. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite Star Wars arc? Because there's, I guess, three different ones, right? The prequels, yeah. the originals, and then the sequels. I like I like um, episodes four, five, and six. Yeah, uh, thank you. I like yes. I like those, but but like at first watching Star Wars, like I actually started Star Wars from four, five, and six. Yes. And then it was one, two, and three, and I was like, wait, what? Right. So now I watch it in order, but four, five, and six, the Luke, the Luke Skywalker, the yeah. Luke Skywalker saga, man, is that's what I feel like that's what solidifies everybody's love. Yes, it's Empire Strikes Back to this day is my favorite movie. Like nothing's come close. I do like other movies, but I can sit down and watch that one every single day. Yeah, and no, you and uh, you and my uncle Jin's brother yeah. would be great friends. He, yeah, uh, he loves Star Wars. He's such a big Star Wars head. Oh. Yeah, there's some of the newer stuff like the cartoons and the I didn't watch the Clone Wars cartoons, um, but my son keeps me up to date on those. Yeah, I um I have a roommate who's a big Star Wars guy too, and yeah. he tells me I need to watch Clone Wars like the cartoon. Yeah, but uh, I'm big on Boba Fett and uh, Mandalorian on Disney Plus. Yes, those are those, those are, are great solid. shows. Yeah, uh, Grogu. Would you have a Grogu? Who's your Grogu? I guess who are you the Mandalorian for? My little brother. <laughs> definitely my little brother. He's definitely Grogu, but he likes to think he's the Mandalorian. Um, but yeah, no, he's definitely my Grogu. Okay. Um, you know, he's developing his skills. He's yeah. growing. He's learning. So yeah, just got to steer him in the right direction. What Marvel character would you be? <laughs> my friends would say I'm Black Panther. They yeah. they like to joke and say I got vibranium in my, in my veins. <laughs> but, uh, you know, just because of my hair and I got dreads and whatnot, yeah. I'd, I'd say I'm kill. And you kill get the purple. I'm, yeah, yeah. I, I'd say I'm Killmonger though. Okay. Just because I mean I'm not evil or nothing like that. But yeah. I just kind of I feel like I got that little the little swag. Yes. With him. He had some swag, <laughs> and he had some ideas about some things. He did have some ideas yeah. about some things that we won't talk about on here. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't necessarily evil. He just had a maybe a different set of ideas and a, a different way of getting them. Very strong opinion. Yes. Yeah. Um, as you wrap up your time here at St. Thomas, what do you want your legacy to be? My legacy. Honestly, I don't, I don't want a, f a big legacy. I just want to be known to like have been kind to people or like make people smile. Um, that was something I, that was something I did. I believe in high school. Um, I got a text like in the summer of COVID, like right after graduation 
this dude I probably had like two classes in total with throughout my time in high school. He had texted me. I was just like, I just want to say thank you for, you know, making my high school experience a little bit better. You were always so kind to me, blah, blah, blah. I was like, wow. That's awesome. Almost teared up. So Yeah. Just want to be known for being kind. Just making, you know, at least just making people smile, at least. Because, you know, yeah. everyone, you know, not every everything can be negative, but, you know, I want to be the the few positive in some people's lives. Yeah. You know, the small positive. Yeah, I love that, man. That's great. Well, appreciate you. Thanks for making me smile for this little bit of time and all season long. But best of luck for everything going forward, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me.